Well, hello, everybody. Early edition for our live folks of Impact Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King, coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville, sitting high atop the Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair. And I didn't want to cancel the program tonight because we have a guest tomorrow. And so we were able to shift some things around and make the schedule work. That's just how we do it here at Impactville. And so I want you to join me for a quick conversation. And I'm going to probably hopefully stimulate some thought on, you know, a topic that we've seen before. It's nothing new. So if you would... If you've never subscribed to the show, Impacting Life 24-7, there's several ways that you can do that. On any place you get your podcast, you can subscribe and download the show. Apple Podcast is one of our largest carriers of Impacting Life 24-7. We'd love for you to, to subscribe. You can also go to my YouTube channel, and I put all the shows there as well. We're probably going to create our own Impacting Life 24-7 YouTube channel so folks don't have to see videos of me playing with my kids back in the days. <laughs> um, and so really, we just want to make sure that we're continuing to build this community and have people connect with us. Okay, so if you have not subscribed, we'd love for you to subscribe and be a part of the movement, which is known as the Cathedral of resources. That's it. That's what we want to be. We want to be a cathedral of resources. And I'm going to get right to it tonight. And so thank you, everybody. I know that I'm kind of flying solo. Most of my team is uh, still away on vacation or traveling. So that's okay, because we have learned how to do this minimally and maximally, if that's a word. <laughs> and so just recently in the news, in the sports world, there was an altercation, and we've seen the Golden State Warriors won their fourth straight, uh, they're not fourth straight, but their fourth championship this last NBA season. And just, you know, things are gearing back up for the NBA season. I am an NBA junkie. I love basketball. That's my favorite sport. I know some of you, it's football, and you loved when football season and weather came back and all that. I like football, but I fell asleep at a football game. So my my thing is basketball. It's just, just one of those things. And, you know, the Golden State Warriors, we've been following them for quite some time um, and watching the rise, the meteoric rise of Steph Curry and their system and their culture, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so just recently, the NBA season began to get the wheels back in motion with uh, preseason games over in China and over in Japan, wherever they were at. And everything looked like it was just business as usual for another NBA season. And all of a sudden, you get news from the Golden State Warrior coming out of the Golden State Warriors camp that during practice, Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole, who is a who is still considered he's still on his the last year of his rookie contract. And 
that went through the the radio waves and and airwaves and television waves and sports uh, circles around the country, and everybody has had a thought on it. It's similar to Will Smith approaching the stage and slapping the fire out of Chris Rock during the award ceremony this uh, not too long ago, the Grammys or what was that? The um, whatever ceremony it was, I can't keep up with them all. The Oscars. And so when I looked at Draymond Green, who went, the video was leaked, and that's another unfortunate thing about where we are in our society, that nothing is private anymore, nothing remains behind closed doors. Just when you think nobody's watching, everybody is. And so the video got out, and Jordan's, Jordan Poole's family saw it, and the Golden State Warriors had to go into, which they do very, very well. They do very well relative to damage control and handling things internally with their organization. They've developed a culture that way, and it seems to work for them. Well, you know, the video shows Jordan uh, Poole getting walloped by Draymond Green. And I guess the question is, and this is what we need to pose to ourselves tonight, is there any restraint in the world anymore? Is there any restraint in the world? And has social media contributed to the lack of restraint? Because on social media, Draymond Green has a podcast and he's doing very well and he can say anything that he wants to say. It's free speech and that's that's I believe in free speech but the truth is is that we've created platforms and made everybody their own subject matter expert everybody is an island unto themselves and everybody has the opinion that they think is right and so I'm just wondering has social media opened up the floodgates for us to say anything that say whatever comes to mind because we can to, to say whatever comes to our mindset, whatever, you know, whatever we're feeling at the moment, because we can. Has social media eliminated or reduced this thing called restraint? Because just because you can say a thing doesn't mean that you should. And just because you can do a thing doesn't mean that you should. Now, Many people will say, well, we don't know what was taking place. There was there was obviously some, you know, there's rumors about some tension between Draymond Green, et cetera, between him and Jordan Poole. We obviously seen the tension between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. So do, does Draymond have a restraint issue? I mean, but this is not anything new. We we've seen players do all types of wild and crazy things on the court. Dennis Rodman, you know, taking off his shirt and running off the court because he is ejected. And, you know, Larry Bird got into a fight, a brawl on the court. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar socked somebody. And and Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr at at the at the at a at a practice. So is it is it is it social media to blame because it's been going on forever? Maybe maybe we need to peel back the onion a little bit further. Okay, because we take our kids, listen to me now, 
and I've done it. But we take our kids to little league practice and bowling and dance and and gymnastics and ballerina class and everything else. And part of the thing that we say is this is this is building such character with them. And this is this is this is engendering teamwork, which I do believe in the lower level sports it is. I really do believe that. But it goes from it transitions from the love of the game to the love of money relatively quickly. When, you know, they go to college, college football is a multi-billion dollar industry. And those, those kids don't, those kids don't get a dime, but they get to play on primetime TV with the hopes of being scouted by an NFL team. And so, so it turns into a, a gigantic money machine. And it's really not about the, the building, the, the core teamwork and the camaraderie and, and the discipline. Because I, I'm seeing more and more professional sports athletes with less and less restraint. So where, where is it? What is, is it? Is it because of social media or is it because of, of a societal, uh, you know, rite of passage when you, when you become an, a professional athlete and you're making all these millions that you can say and do what you want? Where is, where is the restraint amongst our athletes? I'm, and I'm not just talking about our current generation, but previously, you know, where if, if what the building blocks of, of organized sports was supposed to be what we sell it as, you know, in, in, in element, in peewee football, then, then, uh, you know, they're going to play peewee football all the way up till they get ready to go to middle school, then middle school. It's all just, they listen to their coach, they respect yada, yada. And even in college, you know, that there's, there's this level of respect between the coach and the players. And there's an understanding about the decorum. I, I love what, um, uh, what's his name? He played baseball and he played football, and now he's coaching at a HBC, HB, um, HBCU. He, where, what is his name? Deion Sanders. He's the coach there at a historically black college, and I love what he told. There's a video of him talking to his team. He told them no slides. This is what he's talking to his team, telling them no slides to class. So don't wear no slides. Uh, no, no wife beaters. That's what he called them. You know, the T-shirts where your sleeves is out. He said, make sure you put on deodorant. He told him to sit in the front of the class and all of that. And I'm just like, man, Deion Sanders is laying down the law. But now in, in the 21st century professional sports, those things are these. Well, these are grown men. Well, they're grown in college, too. But there's there's a there's a difference in the restraint of a college player versus a professional player. You know, the, the college players are are trying to do everything right. They're trying to walk the tightrope so that they so that they can be this squeaky clean, come out on top, you know, number one draft pick to 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 take care of all of their family's woes because, you know, they they made it all the way. And I'm just like, you know, Draymond. Who I who I enjoy watching, 
he frustrates me. But but I enjoy watching him when he's when he's when he's focused on defending and playing basketball. He frustrates me when he's screaming and yelling and cussing out at the coaches. I'm just like, brother, where's your restraint? You, you Draymond Green's behavior probably cost the Golden State Warriors a championship when he got into that altercation with LeBron James, remember? And he kicked him and was uh, got a technical and, and had to serve a one-game suspension, and, and Cleveland came storming back. I'm, I'm just like, brother, where, where is the restraint? Because, see, LeBron demonstrated le- restraint. You know, Le- Le- LeBron could have, while, while Draymond Green was on the, on the ground, LeBron could have went down there and ground-pounded him. But he understood, he understood that there was a bigger, there was a bigger plan. There was, there was a bigger prize than just being in that moment. And, and I just wonder, man, do some, sometimes uh, these, these people that we, we spend billions of dollars watching, we have, to, we have to come to the conclusion that they are not role models. The only purpose that sports in the professional arena serves is for entertainment. That's it. The gladiator, you know, bang it out, the brutal mortal combat, the, the, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, right? It's, it's just entertainment. You know, when we get when we start out in the peewee league, it's like, oh, man, we're we're teaching him, you know, the disciplines and how to respect and and being with his coach and his team. We're, we're all we're all using that as as the justification for this. And and at that the peewee league. Yeah, you're seeing that, man. They're 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 teammates and they're 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 cheering one another on and, and on and on. Right. And then they get into middle school, and you know it, it's it's just another expanded version of the Pee Wee League or the or the Pop Warner League, right? And then after they leave and go to college, and they're still playing that sport, well, it's a much more disciplined, it's a more more regimented, it's a higher level. And you know, NFL scouts come watch us play. And then when they cross over into the multi-million dollar arena of a professional athlete, it seems like for some that the restraint of college, high school, and peewee version goes out the window. Now, we can clearly conclude that everybody is human. We can easily come to an understanding that things do happen and tempers do flare and people do get heated. But Draymond Green himself said something that really kind of is what I'm going to put the icing on this, this episode with. He said that he's got some work that he, he needs to do on himself. He did say, to his credit, he said, I'm a flawed person. And there are some things that I've got to work on. And I respect that. And I appreciate that. I pray for Draymond. But I will say this, there are things, there are certain things that you do 
that can't be unseen. You know, the millions of people around the world who saw Will Smith walk up on the stage and defend his wife's honor and assault Chris Rock. That will never be unseen. In fact, every time those gentlemen attend the Oscars, that is what will be on everyone's mind. Will Will Smith go back up on stage and slap somebody else? So, so in, this profession, in these professional arenas, does money reduce restraint? Does fame dilute decorum? Does, does fame say, hey, man, you're, you're this or you're that. You're this person or you're that person. So you can, you can call the shots and do whatever you want. Say it however you want to say it. Do it however, whichever way you want to do it. And I don't feel that, you know, when, when Draymond talks about him being the leader of this team, you know, he, everybody gives him credit for being the emotional leader of the team. And that very well may be true because Clay is just a, an assassin. He's, he's just out there. He's out there to shoot the ball. Uh, Curry is the other assassin, and he does lead the team. He is the leader of the team, but he does it in a different way. He's not yelling and screaming and fussing at the players. Well, we're, we're recognizing that with, with the actions with Jordan Poole, with, with, with Draymond Green punching him, we're, we're seeing that some players can't and won't take somebody screaming and cussing at them and bullying them. Now, Jordan Poole got the worst end of the, of the transaction, but he wasn't expecting a fight. And, and Draymond Green, you know, walks up to him and Jordan Poole pushes him away and Draymond Green comes back with a strong right and that they had to be separated. I mean, Jordan Poole's like, what, 21, 22? And if, if you're saying that you're the leader of the team, if you're saying that you're the emotional leader of the, at, at this stage in your life, you should have a little more restraint. And, and I feel like the Golden State Warriors, this is just my opinion, that the Golden State Warriors are going to take a long, hard look at this last year with Draymond on his last year contract, and he's got a player option. And, you know, Golden State might just very well go in another direction. You know, the commentators were saying, well, you know, we understand what Draymond brings to the table. Yes, he brings the energy. Yeah, he fires the team up. But my goodness, he also is a, is a nuisance. He also sometimes is a loose cannon. He also demonstrate, demonstrates the lack of poise and restraint. Just because you don't get a call, that means you're going to go and get a technical. And he put himself, he put his teammates in jeopardy. And they lost the, the finals because of his unhinged actions. And, and I'm just like, you know, there's got to come a point where I'm glad you're reconciling this, Draymond. I'm glad you're saying, you know, you've got to work on yourself. Yes, you do. you got to work on not flying off the handle and ready to throw blows with people. You're a professional. Well, it's sports, and it, it, it engenders a lot of emotions. 
Okay, so other jobs don't engender emotion, right? You telling me you telling me that the the McDonald's worker that's dealing with the drive-through and the and the dining room, the drive-throughs backed up twenty-five cars, the dining room's got fifteen people in it, upset and angry and 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 you know w- wanting their food right now. You telling me that those people aren't experiencing stress? You telling me and for the little bit of money that they getting paid? So so what is it that they can't have a moment. They can't, you know, the, the manager can't go up to one of the employees and punch him in the face. I don't know, man. Leadership, leadership demands some level of restraint. And this, this brother need, needs obviously to go back and do some soul searching for himself. Because I, I truly believe that Draymond regrets his actions. I also believe that the Golden State Warriors have such a culture that they can they can bring this together and there can be redemption from this. But I don't think, just my personal opinion, I don't think Jordan Poole's relationship with Draymond Green will ever be the same again because Draymond Green is the leader of that team. He is a seasoned vet. He is a four-time champion. And Jordan Poole is about to be number three in the big three at, at Golden State. Curry, Clay, and Jordan Poole. So Jordan Poole's recognizing that he brings a lot to the table. He's he's gonna he's gonna be in the mix. He's gonna be handling his business. And so whatever issues Draymond has with him. You know, for the for the greater good, it should never escalate to we're gonna throw hands on each other. Because other environments don't allow that, do they? You know? If if that have hap- if if that had happened at IBM, because somebody stressed you out or you having stress at home and you walk up to the person's cubicle and you just deck them. To the floor. I mean, he punched Jordan Poole to the floor. You you go do that in IBM, or you go do that at, at the Wall Street Journal. You go do that at at you know the news station. You because you, you've had a bad day, or or you interpret someone's comments a certain way. You go do that at, at, at those establishments and see what happens. But because it's professional sports, we're like, well, well we got it. So then, if you got it. We need to start teaching more restraint amongst our amongst our players and our leaders. They get paid an extreme amount of money. They get paid more money than most people will ever accumulate in their life. Probably their family tree will ever accumulate in their life. And because they because so because we're so far removed from the the Pee Wee League and the middle school days and the high school days and the college days, we're so far removed from from those of, of how we loved the game and, and how much discipline we had. But but now you it's okay for you to just be unhinged and, and, and punch a fellow teammate. That that is not good. That's not a good look for leadership. So 
that's all I just want to say, man. Just wanted to stimulate your thoughts on on this topic because we've seen it. Like I said, it's nothing new. Will Smith and 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 his fiasco this summer, uh, an absolute meltdown. And you know, people were on both sides of the fence. Well, he was defending his wife's honor. There's a whole different way that that could have been handled. Chris Rock is a comedian, and he's been a comedian, and he's been picking at Jada's. Uh, Smith for years and and they've laughed in times past. So you should know what you're getting with Chris Rock. And now you'll be forever, Will Smith will be forever remembered for the last action of no restraint because he couldn't control himself. That's what he'll be remembered for from from here on out. Tough scenario, but it's the truth. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back here tomorrow night, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will be having a great guest with us, two, as a matter of fact, two for the price of one. We're going to be welcoming to the virtual studios all the way from Louisiana, welcoming welcoming them back. Pastors Philip and Jasmine. Let me see here. How do I how do I pronounce their last name? McGee. And they're going to be with us right here in the virtual studios. And we're going to be talking about the work that they are doing. We're going to get you kind of updated because we had them on the show before. We're going to get you updated on the work that they are doing down there in the Louisiana area. Building a church literally from the ground up. From like the rubble of a parking lot where they're having services to the acquisition of, of a building and property and just the ministry that they're doing, that the walk of faith that they live in. Uh, they've got a beautiful family. I think they've got seven kids. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ministry and story. So tune in tomorrow night live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right back here for Impact Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King. Have a great night.